Hello everybody and welcome back to Galactic Yo-Yo. I'm your host Molly Martian and this is my second attempt at recording this intro. I just had a bit of a scary episode actually. I was recording this intro perhaps foolishly holding my phone in front of me and walking through a dark park near my flat and then this gentleman, although there was nothing gentle about him, um, was walking towards me and he was shouting and it took me a while but I realised he was shouting at me. I don't know what he was shouting but after a while he was going, can you not hear me, can you not hear me? And it was really quite aggressive and then he starts following me out of the park and I had to get on a bus. Um, which is a bit annoying. I had to get on a bus a couple of stops away from my house and now I'm walking uh, home from that bus stop. Um, so be careful out there everybody. Don't um, carry your phones in front of your face while you're walking through a dark park, would be my advice. Um, I've just been for a lovely dinner party with my friend Fran. Uh, she made a gorgeous tofu katsu curry, which I loved. Uh, and I had, I've had maybe two, maybe three glasses of white wine. Sometimes white wine gives me acid reflux. That's like debilitating and can last most of the night. So I'm really hoping, I've got my fingers crossed, this isn't one of those times, or there won't be one of those times. This week on the podcast, I met up with Sarah Garnham, who you all know so well, uh, from my first episode of this batch. Um, and also Tom Webster, who has been on this podcast before. He is a, a Doctor Who fan, uh, but he's also a graphic designer, and he's done a bunch of the Big Finish covers over the years. Um... And he's also a comedian and improviser, um, and he's very good at that. And I always love spending time with Tom. Um, so it was lovely to catch up. Uh, we recorded the episode in Sarah's gorgeous flat. So thank you, Sarah, for your hospitality and for warming up the gorgeous supermarket pizzas that we bought for the occasion. Good deal on it, Sainsbury's. Two big, dirty, deep pan pizzas, two sides and a dip, all for £12 check it out um, although they do donate to the Tories I believe so I don't know but yes it was always, always nice to hang out with those two um, we had a great chat about the episode about its strengths about its weaknesses about what we thought about that twist there will of course be spoilers throughout as usual but it feels especially important that I should warn you uh, for this particular episode back at Christmas but until then have a wonderful uh, week and a half, two weeks, and I will see you very, very soon. Please enjoy my conversation with Sarah Garnham and Tom Webster. It seems that I'm some kind of a galactic yo. Okay, someone's rubbing the microphone. Maybe it's me. I think it's me. Okay, I'm gonna 
I'm gonna you are the rubber. I'm going to hold it tight as though it's, a, it's somebody's member. <laughs> is that a new microphone? No, this is actually my shit microphone that I use less often. Oh. It's not shit. It's just not as good as the other two. Um, mm. the, the difference on the podcast will be absolutely indiscernible mm. <laughs> indiscernible what a beautiful word to use thanks Thomas so I'm oh. here with um, my lovely friends Tom Webster hello and Sarah Garner hello who was here just two episodes ago I'm sick of the sound of me uh, well I'm not that's why I got you back love it uh, but today we're not in my flat we're in Sarah's lovely flat where she lives with her boyfriend Joe shout out who is um, currently playing computer games in the bedroom like a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> is it when he said he's playing games? Like, is that code word? Is he on Red Tube? I should hope not because he's. <laughs> sometimes you can hear him talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> Having a chat on Red Tube with people. And seeing as Amigo's been taken down, Has it's it? not that. Oh. Yeah, close down. When? Not last week, week before. Oh really? I was mm. going to say I've been on it fairly recently. But I'm not going to ask. <laughs> I, I had a phase in 2021. Okay, I'm here with Sarah and Tom. We're here to discuss... <laughs> Don't leave this in your dad business. <laughs> you would find that... Okay, uh, so... <laughs> We're here talking about the giggle. <laughs> we've got the giggles as well. We've got yeah. the gi- oh, I knew we would. Uh, we've got the giggles, um, and we're here to talk about the giggle. Um, when we last spoke, Sarah, you said that you didn't like that title. Having now seen the episode, has it changed your mind on the title? No. You still think it's a bad title? I don't like the title. Why? I, d- I don't... Well, it wasn't a giggle. It was a laugh. What's the difference? Mm. Like giggles a little like. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and again for those in the back. Uh, mm, a little <laughs> like a little one. Whereas that was a full blown, as we heard, full blown laugh. Also, the um, a mus- I was talking to a musician friend about this. The intervals weren't the same in the arpeggio that they looked at, and the giggle itself. That's shocking. Which is quite oh. annoying. Yeah. Prison for Russell. Yeah. So not my showrunner. Hashtag not my <laughs> showrunner for that. Um, I don't think it's unfair to say that all three of us weren't huge fans of the Chibnall era of Doctor Who. Is that unfair? That's not unfair at all. Okay. That's accurate. <laughs> so, yes. Highly accurate. So like none of us were big fans, and we were all pretty excited for a change. Um, mm. How have you guys felt? about the first two specials. We don't have to go into loads of detail, but how has that been for you, Tom? Um, well, they're just fun again, aren't they? We're having a laugh now. Um, and, and, and I mean, some of the Chibnall ones that were... What about that scene where the Sontaran ate the chocolate? Was that not funny to you? No, it, it was just Chibnall's paisley shirt funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what scene are you referring to? If I blank that. There's a scene where a Sontaran goes in a, in a corner shop oh, and yes. eats loads of chocolate. Yes, it's I like remember. It's the, the comic relief bit. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't that funny though, was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah? Uh, I uh, liked the first one. Um, didn't love it. Loved the second one. 
Yes, yeah. I think that's yeah. a pretty similar. Yeah, I liked the first one until the trans stuff. Because transgender people shouldn't be on television. <laughs> um, I loved the second one. I thought the second one was the mm. best episode of Doctor Who since probably the Peter Capaldi finale. I yeah, I would say even before that. Okay, in my yeah. Opinion. yeah. Uh, and the third one, I mean, there's so much to unpack. Yeah. yeah, I would say my overwhelming feeling was positive. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are things about it that I could go into and unpick a little bit more. I'd say it's. In terms of enjoyment, it's probably the second one, the third one, and the first one. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, bang um, on. Okay, where do we even start with the giggle? Um, can we start with the opening? When it was like in the past, straight away I was like... The 20s opening. What's going on? Uh, yeah, that was unexpected, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it had been... S- with John Logie Baird. Yeah. Because I expect it to hit off straight away. Also, his name sounds like Yogi Bat. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it, it was, you know, like tail end of the last one. Also, I remember thinking, what a waste of money. But then we went back there, so it was fair enough. Yeah, we did go back yeah. there. Also, did you know that the guy playing John Logie Bat also played him in another Russell T. Davies drama That's recently? Wow. He played him in Nolly, the Helen of Oh, oh right. Wow. Yeah. The guy that plays his assistant is my friend's friend. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like Simon Callow, who always plays Charles, Charles Dickens, Dickens and things. I think Ian McNeese has done Churchill and a few different things too. Me and yeah, Beth amazingly. saw Simon and, Callow. And Joel always playing the fool and everything. Right. <laughs> we saw him the other day. Did you? Yeah. I think he doesn't like transgender people. We can oh. remember who he was. We were both like, it's the guy, the, the Dickens man. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to Google it. <laughs> um, so yeah the opening was kind of took me by surprise yeah and then we land in the modern day and there's the legs of a man who isn't Bernard Cribbins uh, yes yeah 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 there's and that some, and some reused Bernard Cribbins dialogue from 15 years ago yeah how did that make you guys feel because to me that was very heartbreaking yeah I found that quite difficult and I'm not quite sure why like obviously it was necessary but why wasn't it written at the same time like how spaced Mm. out were they um was this one a lot later because of shooty uh, yeah maybe they shot it later that makes sense i know that he i don't know if he died then though or whether he just was ill then when did you go and see the filming the the one he was very much alive and well at the time at that time but what time of year was it Like spring, twenty two. Okay, because mm. I'm feeling the end scene was very much like summery. I know mm. that um, film effects exist, but yeah. I felt <laughs> like it was real. Yes, that's true. Um, and then we go into the toy makers. No, we meet the unit and everything, but yeah. we'll come to that in a minute. The toy maker, originally played um, by Michael Goff, mm. in a culturally appropriative. Chinese outfit. Yeah, little hat. It's now the little hat. Yeah, it's now uh, Neil Patrick Harris, star of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I remember <laughs> when you thought he was the main character. Like he is, isn't <laughs> He's he? He's not the main character. <laughs> have you seen How I Met Your Mother, Tom? I'm afraid I have not seen it. It's if on I my list. If I asked you to name an actor from How I Met Your Mother, what would you have told me? Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> 
stupid man. <laughs> uh, Neil Patrick Harris is famously in How I Met Your Mother. Right. Yeah. Is that a sitcom? One of it's the American a, sitcoms? It's one of the American Sort of lots <laughs> of groceries you? and paper bags and things. <laughs> Who do you think Neil Patrick Harris is? Had you even where'd seen you, him before? Where did you know him from? Um, the American Apprentice, maybe. Uh, <laughs> that's Donald Trump. So had you never seen? Had you never seen this man? Were you like, oh, a new up and coming actor? <laughs> He's not very good with accents. I just assumed he'd been in things that I don't care about, and that's cool. Like, well, I, guess, I guess that is what's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's quite—he's quite famous. He was in *It's a Sin*. I vaguely recognised him. Probably um, from *It's a Sin*. Yeah, um, but yeah. And he was really good at this. Oh, he was brilliant. Didn't you really? think he was brilliant? It was so no, good. No, well, you know I don't like him. Shit. I know you didn't like him, but I would have thought you could just have seen, through, his seen over that. was so bad. Yeah, but they would... It wasn't... I know it was supposed it was to... The, the, the first bit was supposed to be bad, but then I thought his British accent. I was like, why is he British? Did you think his British accent was bad? I thought it was... I could tell he was American. Because he's quite twangy. You know he's mm. American. Yeah, I know, but I thought even if I wasn't he c- sure... He couldn't very well have been American in it, though, could he? Why not? It wouldn't have felt right. Mm. They got loads of Americans in the next series. I suppose so. Maybe they were going to do British, British voices. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. No, I thought he was He was very wasted. Really? I think, I think of all the things... I thought he was very frightening, and I would really like to see him again. No. Oh, yeah, we could, yeah I mean, I'd love to see him again. Um, well, I think of all the things again, that were happening we? in that, like questioning an american accent of his probably would have been low down on my list so it would have been cool if he'd done I an american so, yeah, accent yeah, yeah, yeah. i wouldn't have been bothered by that um just a really cool villain who's like obviously there's some elements that were like the master like the dance number was similar to things the master's done before and like yeah you know but i thought really different to the master like by and large and yeah. a really good like um a, a real match for the Doctor in a way not many villains are. Hmm. You really felt like, oh, I don't know how he's going to get out of this one. Oh, no. I I kind of was like, there's no jeopardy at all here. Really? I wasn't... I was scared, I think, for about... For the bits in the past. And then when we came to the future, I was like, it's going to be fine. <laughs> really? Yeah. Even when he was, like, turning all the bullets into um, petals yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I was like... It were, he wasn't killing anyone then. So I was like, oh, you can nah, just he kind killed of make them, them and made them into balls. Yeah, he made them into balls, well, didn't he? Or <laughs> well, well, are they dead? <laughs> they were still, dead. Yeah, they're yeah. still yeah. balloons. Says, no, David Tennant, as, as Doctor Who says, they're dead. <laughs> that was one of his lines. Well, until that point, I was kind of like, dead. okay, you know, fair enough. Well, I thought he was a good villain. You said he was coming back, as if we know that. I feel like, why do they leave it so open? What was his last words? My legions are coming. Oh, yeah, true. He's folded up like a little cardboard cutout. And he's left in a box. And then the little tooth. A little bit with the tooth. That's the master, though, isn't it? And the tooth. Yeah, well. And they played laughs of old masters, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, Russell is laying down some serious groundwork. Yeah, like, where Um, are they saying the master's come from then? If the master is coming back, um,. Oh no! What like? Do you think <laughs> that leads it? to terrible stories? Do, though, do you think they're going to bring back a, um, like an existing incarnation, or not. do you think they'll they'll like revamp again and bring they'll it back? To someone again. As much as I like Sasha Darwin as an actor, 
I, I didn't like his kind no, of... I don't think there's any chance he's coming back. No. S- sweaty energy master. If anyone I really would, didn't. it would be John Sim, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, and that's too linked to the Doctor Zorro yeah, situation. And also, he already came back, and it was really good. Yeah, I feel um, like... So we don't need that it. again. Yeah. So have another Missy. Or even just bring Missy back, because Missy was incredible. Or just bring someone as... Or do we think that um, Indira Varma is playing the master in the next season? Because <gasps> she's been cast as the Duchess. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't <laughs> I'd be up for that. Yeah, she's I'm really big good. time. Yeah. Wasn't his the toy maker's sister some kind of character as well, though? His wasn't sister. She, wasn't she called something weird? The toy maker's sister. Yeah. What are we talking about? I feel like I was on I was on a deep TARDIS wiki. Oh, um, maybe in a maybe in hole. like a big finish. I don't know. I feel like he has a sister who's called like the Dame of Time or something or something like that. What? I don't. Know. <laughs> I, this was a big Wikipedia. This I, sounds like some big finish shit. Yeah, I mean, if that were a dream, doesn't it? I read it because I was trying <laughs> to work out when we last saw it because I was doing a bit of backstory. When for we last Joe. saw the toy maker, yeah. In that story from the sixties, yeah, the Celestial Toymaker. Yeah, I love as uh, as powerful as the Toymaker is, um, and also there were no kind of answers in it at all as to how or you know. I think there's that that line when all hell's breaking loose in Unit. Yeah, and um, a scientific advisor. Um, I know. Yeah, the Doctor's like, um, would it make sense to you if it was like this and that? And he went, well, no, it's not that. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, the nature of the toy maker. I think that's the point of it, though, is that you can't explain it. And that's what's that's kind of what it is, is that it's from a different plane of reality. It's yeah. not. But then he lost a game of catch. Well, that, that, I was going to say. That's, <laughs> I loved that. that that's what I, I thought yeah. it was so stupid. But I loved it. I thought it was like so Doctor Who. Yeah. And so like, and so like hubristic of the toy maker to like agree to that. And then. And that's the limits of his character is that any game he plays, he has to he like has to abide by the rules of yeah. it. Yeah, he's governed by rules. And I saw this amazing thread by Darren Mooney, former SEO guest, um, on Twitter today about how in the sort of wider meta narrative of the episode, which we'll get to later, the toy maker is a symbol of like rules and and like um, boundaries and regulations and essentially recognize continuity and wow. it was positioning the doctor as in opposition to that yeah and that's ha- that's what allowed this kind of continuity breaking thing to happen at the end which we'll obviously get to later oh. yeah okay i'm with you um but yeah i thought the game of catch was a really cool way to, for him to be defeated no, really feeds into rubbish. what his character is and actually feeds into his very first speech about the ball which i thought yeah. was some one of some of the best dialogue in the whole episode and it, it has kind to of. become human at that point yeah um for the rules of catch to work so, which i find fascinating you've always got it feels like you've always got like a 50 percent chance of beating the toy maker yeah yeah, yeah. Just fascinating in itself well i mean they were all pretty good at catch so yeah. <laughs> they're all pretty violent True. i mean the doctor's always been good at catch hasn't he yeah, Jump over the cricket ball, human nature. The orange and Christmas And invasion. the fucking orange, yeah, of course. I actually mm. thought this episode was the most similar to Christmas Invasion. Yes, I agree. I've, I've seen, I thought it was basically the, like the same. 
Yeah, it's quite similar. Yeah. A bizarre fusion of Legopolis and Christmas Invasion. Legopolis got a shout out. I, it was so bizarre <laughs> to hear Shooty Gatworth say <laughs> the word Logopolis. Were you and, like? And that, was <laughs> weird. that was weirder to hear him say Mavic Chen. Yes. <laughs> We so sat weird. on your so sofa how many, like how many racist Doctor Who stories are we going to reference at once <laughs> on on primetime BBC One? <laughs> right. Wait, Logopolis is uh, no, right. but Dalek's master plan. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Were you acting like that bit when the Avengers was in the cinema and all the Avengers come through those little portals? <laughs> Were you like yeah, <laughs> jumping I, up and screaming? I was a bit. I was a bit. Um, when Einstein turns glitz. up, yeah, <laughs> and I text it right. This is interesting because yeah. right, so Mel mentions Sabalom Glitz, right? Yeah, uh, who is a recurring character from ni- 1980s Doctor Who, as all my listeners probably know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at a, a bakery with the granddaughters of uh, the actor who plays Sabalom no Glitz. No way, <laughs> who weren't Doctor Who fans, but like found out that I was, and were like, "Oh yeah, our granddad like used to be in." Doctor Who, and then I like googled him and was like, "Oh my god, he was Sabalom Glitz!" And they were like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that fake Star Wars character. Yeah, gl- g- glup shitter. <laughs> 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 and then I I texted one of them um, on I saw Saturday that it was so cute to say that your granddad's character from Doctor Who just got a mention on BBC One Aww. and. <laughs> on which show (laughs) 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 to be fair university challenge like (laughs) (laughs) the one show oh my god i mean i wouldn't put it past them um minder but yeah (laughs) how old are you the good life (laughs) i could be so good for For you you. (laughs) tell me that what are we doing (laughs) We've got so much to get through. I love Dennis Waterman, though. It's a shame he couldn't... What about when they remade it with Shane Ritchie? No, an absolute abomination. (laughs) (laughs) Abomination. I saw the light die in your eyes then. Yeah. You were so excited to talk about it, and then the second Shane Ritchie was mentioned. I'm off with podcasts. Do you remember the other other classic um, late 70s, early 80s show that they tried to remake with Shane Ritchie? Sarah does. I can tell from the way she's looking at me. Um... (laughs) <laughs> uh, 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 um, the Sweeney. Do you not remember? No, I don't. What we're to no. enlighten us. No, I don't. Want <laughs> Go to on, say it, say it. No, I've already debased myself on this podcast. <laughs> it was Jim will fix it. Yeah. <laughs> How did you not get that? <laughs> they did a, a one-off special with Shane Ritchie. Oh no. Yeah. Obviously, pre like Savile revelations. Yeah. Can you imagine if they'd done it post? YOLO. <laughs> was it like Shane will sort it or something? Is that what no, it was, it was just called Jim will fix it <laughs> with Shane Ritchie. <laughs> when <laughs> I was a child, I, I had a t-shirt that said Jim fixed it for me. And I, wa- <laughs> really? I wore it to school on one uniform day. Got it off eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Quite crazy, really. Oh, um, yeah. it was kind of, I thought it was quirky. I remember all the teachers being like, oh, how have you heard of Jim will fix it? I was like, oh, my parents bought it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, unit um, was good in this one, wasn't it? Unit was. <laughs> I what I was going to say before that di- by the, before that little digression was that I think it was. It's always really cool to see how Russell, as a writer, he's got his strengths, he's got his weaknesses as a writer, and actually think these three specials have 
have reminded us of all of his traits as a writer, and we'll yeah. discuss that mm. in a minute. But I think one thing he's really good at, good at is he's got this encyclopedic knowledge of Doctor Who because he's such a fan of it. And he's really good at weaving in those kinds of like crackpot continuity references and making them work for those who know them yeah. and have them be in service of the story, but they, they don't in, impinge on the enjoyment of someone who doesn't give, someone a, shit. Who doesn't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a, a person who doesn't give a shit can't tell the difference necessarily between um, like something they're not supposed to have heard of that's just like a bit of technobabble and a continuity re- reference, which is the best way to do it. Whereas, mm. going to try not to rag on too much, but Chris Chibnall does the opposite. Whereas, like, you know, he relies on those moments as moments of drama, which they can't yeah. be really. Do you know what I mean? Even as a fan, like someone that understands those references, I also felt cheated by them weirdly as well in the Chibnall era yeah, yeah. Like, but no. you know what I mean about Russell where it's like even Mel mentioning Glitz or yeah it's even like, Mel even Mel right. as even a whole Mel, yeah. like like you just assume like oh yeah the doctor oh, some it's artfully <laughs> yeah it's just someone <laughs> the, doctor to the doctor knows or whatever yeah. yeah it's artfully done but also it does leave room for perusal of whatever's on iPlayer if you're interested Exactly. Although, don't peruse don't any of Mel's stories because they're all <laughs> shit. Yeah, like if you can you imagine being warnings? genuine. Don't 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 look up who Mavic Chen is because yeah. it is a white man in Chinese man makeup. That's a big theme in classic. It hey. is, isn't it? Weirdly, they love is a that. big theme. Yeah, but I, I I think Mavic Chen in that moment is mentioned, kind of, in in the worst of the worst. So it's weirdly meta. Yeah. If like you know what I mean. Th- like we've been through all this. Like we've been through. Yeah. It'd be weird if he started mentioning like we did the Jumble Fix It sketch with Colin Baker. Yeah. <laughs> or if he was like, like we we we've been through Noel Clark and Bruno <laughs> Langley. <laughs> John Barron got his dick out. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> <laughs> Billy Piper called Christopher Eggleston gay <laughs> on oh, prime time television. Yes, in I saw that recently. Um, forgotten all about that. They they said the n word in the Celestial Toymaker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, did, did you not know, know that? that? No. They did, Someone hasn't listened to the last episode the, of the podcast. They did the Jeremy Clarkson version of Eeny Meeny Miny Mo. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, the, I wonder if that'll be in the animated version they're doing. <laughs> I assume not. There was a, a shockingly um, racist moment in a Troughton story I watched recently. Um, called the Ice Warriors. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Um, Remind me. And then it's quite a dystopian one. Um, I remember it being okay. Oh, it knocked me out this moment. It was okay. quite horrific. <laughs> um, and they they talk about like the I think it's like the the African retraining centres. You'll be sent there, and then um, Victoria goes, "Oh no, not Africa!" <laughs> It's so oh, bad. No, that is Some bad. of this stuff is on iPlayer. You know, it might, it might need to be looked at. Like, it's, It might need some, like, disclaimers in front right. of it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, not Africa. Yeah. Shit. Um, <laughs> where was I? <laughs> so I can derail the... Derailed uh, with racism. <laughs> oh, yes, let's say that. Like, so the, spe- the specials as a whole, I think, have really reminded us of who Russell is as a a writer in like all of his 
strengths and his weaknesses, mm. especially that first one. It was like, oh, Russell can't do endings. Like we all remembered, yeah. like, oh, yeah. he writes Deus Ex Machina endings. Yeah. And we'd all sort of collectively forgotten that that was the case. Um, similarly, that, I argue, was kind of the case with this one too. Or like maybe Russell indulges himself a little too much sometimes. And we'd forgotten this stuff. But then his second one, The Wild Blue Yonder, we'd also forgotten, because I think we associate that kind of like scary episode with Stephen. Yeah. We'd sort of forgotten how good Russell is at that. So yeah. it, it was, it, yeah, it's really been like a, a whistle-stop tour of like everything that's like good about Russell and everything that he kind of falls down onto. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you guys agree? Yeah, it's 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 basically like 2008 all over again, isn't it? Um, I think with the endings, I yeah, I was a, I did feel a bit cheated with the Star Beast ending, but also I was like, I don't really care. I'm having fun, you know what yeah, I mean? And, and, it's, and it's, I think it's that's the other thing is that like, yeah, he he's a writer who does characters so well. And it's all so tightly done that you forgive him this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Because they're not the most, you know, endings kind of admin, really. Um, well, I think he sees it that way. Yeah. Um, and I, I, If the I story is yeah. like, the, the second one, Wild Blue Yonder, um, was simple enough and like visceral enough and it ended naturally. So I think if it's, yeah, I think he had a lot of work to do in the, in the first yeah, one and, sure. and the second one's that, there's lots of admin to start with um, that is to the detriment of your overall story, I think. And Tough. I think that was the case with this last one. I think in an ideal world, you'd do Toymaker, then you'd do story about, well, maybe yeah. a second part where the yeah. Doctor, you want another half an hour. It should have been an hour and a half, 100%. Like, I know this is what Doctor Who fans always say about every episode, but I think in this case, it, it, it really it. is true. It did need an extra half hour because there were some really good ideas that they couldn't explore. Like that, the yeah. idea, the pre the initial premise of it, of like everyone thinks they're right. Like what a cool, like you could make yeah. a, I mean, Stephen Moffat famously said that um, you can like, he didn't, say, he didn't use the word piss away, but you can piss away like a million great feature film ideas on episodes of Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. And he's right. Like that, everyone thinks mm -hmm. they're right premise is such a good movie idea. Yeah. And they, they like explored it for like five minutes well that was the problem as well at the end when david's doctor was like all the people who died and i was like who like i don't care because there yeah, wasn't exactly it wasn't like in the christmas invasion you know when everyone's got the blood mm, magic stuff mm -hmm. and they're all on the edge of the building it's like oh my god mm. they're gonna kill off a side of the population and you care you didn't really get to see any of the you didn't carnage. see any of no and there was no time for it if we had it had been to the detriment of the episode exactly. which was ultimately a story about the doctor and like what he's learning about himself. You got to see loads of the carnage though. Loads. Like a bit of the shard was on fire. A bit of the shard. Yeah, that really <laughs> hit home for thing. me. I was like, not the shard. No. No, no one knows how tall the shard is. But they just <laughs> <laughs> That's very obscure reference. I'll put but the link just, in the description uh, for that one. They just spoke to that fella that wasn't really impacted by it at all. Well the guy who was like, I'm just gonna stand in the middle of the road. Yeah. Like yeah, and yeah. like there weren't any like kids or anything. Do you know what I mean? I just was kind of like you want to see kids die. Well, to be honest, I was like, this is just quite. This is like a a messy Saturday night out in London. It, it was a bit like I live in Brixton. I live in Brixton, and it was yeah, like when you leave Brixton Station. Yeah, I was a bit like 
I want to, like, even if it had been a news report that's like death toll and it's whatever yeah. or something like that or like rising yeah whereas they used trinity wells the newsreader <laughs> to basically be alex jones which i thought was really amazing <laughs> i was like i can't believe she's back it's oh, it was so good having her back yeah really um, really the, great casting. the only character who's appeared in doctor who sarah jennifer is torchwood um and, and likely this upcoming spin-off i think russell's who <laughs> without her would be like a salad without leaves like, <laughs> it, just, it has to be an accompaniment trinity wells i'm surprised yeah. he's never used her in any of his other dramas true it's something that he could like get away with doing probably yeah um so we get to introduce a sort of revamped version of unit it yeah. was um johnny who used to host this podcast with me said that it was kind of he saw this episode as like the power of the doctor done well um, it, and one key way, I don't necessarily agree with that completely, but he was like even down to like unit mm. and having like an old companion working for unit, like it was just done so much more slickly. Yeah, because uh, in, in Power of the Doctor, I mean, we assumed that Ace and um, Tegan were working for unit, and we're like, yes, mm-hmm. after they leave the Doctor, they go and work for a cool organization like unit and get paid 60 grand a year like it's fucking great um however no they don't in 30 days holiday (laughs) 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 i loved catherine tate's face when that was accepted great micro micro little bit yeah but you know like in chibnall zero no they're not they drift around and then they get like freelanced by unit in an emergency and it's like no it's very easy things are great after the tardis they join unit their travels have enriched their lives um it's very convoluted whereas yeah of course mel gets a job at unit i enjoyed it i enjoyed it and i enjoyed um seeing kate get to tackle something a bit meaty when she like had the little little armbands taken Mm, off her and she like lost the plot and was like ableist towards (laughs) shirley (laughs) (laughs) which was like kind of fucked up but but also like um, that is kind of what crazy a crazy person in that situation yeah. would do, and it's and it was kind of um, it added yeah. to the overall like metaphor of the story, which was, yeah. you know, um, everyone in the twenty first century, everyone thinks they're right, yeah, yeah. on Twitter, um, and yeah, thinks they can say whatever they like. That's um, where Russell is genius as well. He's good at that kind of thing, like and and like being allegorical in like. <laughs> It's weird in a way that's like broad enough that mm. you get it straight away and children get it and it's like really obvious what he's doing and do you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. a well, you using but, but 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 it's not looking down the lens of the camera and being like mm-hmm. look after the planet or else you'll turn into a drag. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, it's and true. Using like the toy maker to talk about things like ghosting and dating yeah, and yeah, yeah, all yeah, of yeah, these yeah. games. Cancellation. And, yeah. Like That was a bit yeah, that was the one bit where I was, it was a bit boomer. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Stephen Moffat's written a whole series about a uh, TV presenter being cancelled? Oh, Stephen. Starring Hugh Bonneville and Karen Gillan. Keep it to yourself. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm really nervous. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. I struggle with unit, I won't lie, because um, ACAB. Um <laughs> cops though they are they're like space cops. No, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're part sure. of the military. Yeah, worse <laughs> the military are not worse, worse than the police i don't know i just don't i don't like it i i like i it's yeah. not very doctory no i find mm. like 
it's a bit too militant. I do struggle with it. Mm. And the only reason they were in it is because it's like, where would the doctor go? Because otherwise they wouldn't have had anywhere to set it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's very Clearly functional. The, the Tower of London was busy, and they want <laughs> they want well, they built that new unit tower, haven't they? They <laughs> built it. There's the like a, of <laughs> the, the Avengers. Uh, yeah, the Tony Avengers, Stark. Tony Stark Tower. <laughs> I love as it is a reference to you know like unit having a big sign out of outside. Oh, yeah, very like, funny. Is it the seventies or is it the eighties? Who cares? Um, you know, if you know about the existence of unit, you've almost certainly signed the official secrets act, and they've got a bloody sign outside it going yeah. unit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so there's me thinking, well, they've got a big tower with a huge logo now, and of course they're known. But For how sure. are they known in the public consciousness? Do you think? Because well, I've, where I are we standing actually, with aliens and public I've, consciousness I've fucking, now? I noticed that in the Star Beast, Shirley Ann referred to it being funded by the United Nations. Now. Mm the UN stepped in didn't they and they said we don't want to be associated with it <laughs> and that was when they had oh. to change it to the unified intelligence task force oh. so I wonder whether the, the UN have cooled off on that or whether Russell is just trying his luck maybe it's something that we're yet to see with the whole rumoured mm. spin-off situation maybe the show's going to get some UN money then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. do we think Emma Watson's going to make it. <laughs> Do we think that they are um, <laughs> that they are setting up a unit spin-off then, definitely? P. Do you think? Why are they in it so much? With with Kate Lethbridge-Stewart, Shirley yeah. Ann Bingham. Yeah. And oh, that'd be so good. Though. And uh, Bonnie Langford. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yes. I mean, they Love built the that. set three gu- well. Three girlies. That'd yeah. be so good. Who else could be in it? Freeman Rajaman. Um, what's face? Benton, R- Ronnie Chandra. What, John John Levine? Jo- yeah, Benton, John Levine. Can we have it? Can we have Benton? He's alright. He's not can- the other one's cancelled. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> all, all of the Sarah Jane actors. I actually think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They could show up. Back. Yeah, not Barrowman. Clyde and Ronnie's <laughs> romance can be ex- examined further. Yeah, she solely stars in time travel stuff now. Yeah. She redacted, and then she's in that sky thing that's about time travel. Oh, not seeing that. Lazarus, I think it's called. Or something oh, like sure. That. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, you think they're definitely doing it, or do you think they're just like they're testing the water? I because I so. feel like Doctor Who's Very not likely. got the public profile where they would. I feel like they're surely they they would see how this first season does, and then they'll finance yeah. that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I saw a lot of when the. When it was being filmed, mm. there were a lot of stuff that I was like, "Oh, that's going to be unit. Oh, that's going to be yeah. that's going to be unit." Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know. I think they're going to feature quite heavily. Oh, also that um, that robot as well. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. He's like that's like spin-off fodder, isn't it? Yeah, actually? yeah, yeah. Mm. He's going to be like um, the Mox of Balhoon. He's going to pop up all over the bloody place. Like what? Mox of Balhoon's only been in it once. No, but like he's mentioned quite a few times. I feel like no, he was it, like a Mox of uh, Balhoon is in it once. It gets mentioned only that one occasion. I feel like he it's was like though. he was out it's and about. I feel Mox like of Balhoon. I feel like he was like an iconic sort of thing. They made maybe, a toy it was, of it. maybe it was the toy and also the children's magazine that I used to read quite heavily as a o- child. Also, Jimmy V. No, yeah, that, we, well, d- we don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Such no. a well-known actor. Yeah. You know about, Jim, about the incident with Jimmy V? I don't. We're, that's not for the podcast. We can't talk about the podcast. <laughs> but the, oh, Due to no. libel. 
we'd get done if we spoke about Can't it. Can't we just talk about it, but say allegedly there at was the beginning a, no, of everything? <laughs> no, we'll put a pen in it. I found out that, 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 no, you can't do that when I accused J.K. Rowling of anti-Semitism right. in uh, an article I wrote and allegedly. used the word allegedly and then um, lawyers got involved and then it had to be taken down. Oh, why and is there not a magic word that we do- can Doctor use? Doctor Who writer Gareth Roberts said that what I'd written was like something from an East German newspaper from the <laughs> 1950s. Stop <laughs> yes. it. Stop it. Um, oh, no. You love bringing that up. Yeah, I feel I like do. you should put that in your Twitter bio. Yeah, I should. Uh, where were we? What, how did that come up? Um, the weird little guy from uh, Unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be popping up all over the bloody shop. Yeah, and I guess we know that Bonnie Langford is coming back. Yeah. It's mm. mad, isn't it, how much her acting was... It's funny, because, again, it, so in Power of the Doctor, they brought back Janet Fielding as Tegan and yeah. um, Sophie Aldred as Ace. And I think that was, like, Chibnall... It kind of makes sense to me, actually. Chibnall thinking, who are two of the, like, most popular companions with fans from yeah. that era? And the actors are still around and, like, up for doing it. And he chose those two, and their acting stuck out like a sore thumb in that mm. story because they're used to hard. doing eighties children's telly acting, yeah. and it just didn't wash. However, Bonnie Langford was dreadful in Doctor Who in the eighties, but yeah. Russell T Davies has correctly identified her as somebody who still has a career and knows what she's doing yeah. as an actor. Do you think she did her own stunts? Very clever. I wouldn't be surprised if she did she do did her own that stunts. little spin and get knocked to the ground. I was very worried about her. Yeah, I, I think like, that was a stunt double. Hands off Mel. Like, I was I genuinely at <laughs> that moment. I was like, no, don't you freaking dare. I once saw Bonnie Langford in a um, West End production of Chicago. No. Yeah, about 15 years ago. Obsessed. She was um, she was Roxy Hart in Chicago. And guess, who was the male lead called in that? I don't know. The male character. I can't. I Give can't him tell the you. old razzle, dazzle, <laughs> razzle, <laughs> dazzle him. That was Duncan James from Blue. Shut up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has really got Sarah. <laughs> I would pay hundreds of pounds to see that. And then the the mama what's she called? Mama I don't I can't do any names. She was uh someone who'd been an X Factor. Obsessed. And I think I got her autograph. <laughs> <laughs> so that I went to see this production. It's um, like Panto. As like a as like a uh little not like a like a field trip, I guess, in a minibus with a not with school, but so, so I was involved in like drama stuff outside school as a child, and I'd been involved in a site specific um, theatre thing um, at the Hatworks Museum Stockport, <laughs> <laughs> which is like uh, a, a a local museum local ma- museum near manchester <laughs> all about um, the hat Hats. hat making industry yeah and i was the artful dodger in this like oh i do you have told me that you play the artful dodger this was actually a, se- a separate occasion <laughs> um that- you were just well known <laughs> yeah. typecast yeah I was typecast as dodger um <laughs> it's kind of like how you know i it, I, I am to Dodger as Simon Cowell. It's like Simon Callow is to um, <laughs> Charles Dickens. Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'd all done that. And there'd been a few of us that had done it. And um, we weren't paid for it or anything. But then the, the guy who directed it, um, like, as a thank you, took us all to see Chicago in a minibus. I'm obsessed. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, where were we? 
The Hat Museum is closed like currently. Um, anyway. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some re- refurbishment going on. Is that really true? It's deep, deep, deeply sad about that. It's definitely yeah. not true. He's making it up. Yeah. Um, well, let's have a... Um, let's no, leave it open. moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, Can we talk about the CGI? I really want to talk about that. And like, yeah, I've not... Stop, stop using it. Stop using too much of it. Okay. Oh, what, what, what parts? Go what on. parts? When that fella turned into a puppet, that was horrible I and thought, also shit. I thought it looked really good because I think they're... What? No, stop a minute. <laughs> I think <laughs> both in this and Wild Blue Yonder, there have been examples of CGI being used and the image, the resultant images have looked odd. Yeah. And quite clearly CGI. Yeah. Mm. But I think they've sort of lent into it. In a way that looks creepy and uncanny and cool. Especially with the toy maker and yeah, you can get away with I being think it was okay. I didn't like that bit. Okay. Um, I also didn't like his teeth. The toy maker's like teeth sometimes piece. normal teeth, sometimes about seven thousand teeth in his mouth. Yeah, but that's like wow. again, like he just changes himself, doesn't he? He's I not. didn't really get that. I okay. was like, why? Why are we doing that? You know, Neil Patrick. I watched the unleashed clips of this. Yeah. Like he um. He like did do all of his own stuff. Like he did, um, the juggling was yeah, real because he loves magic. Yeah, and the oh. the part where he's like shuffling the cards really quickly while he's talking to the doctor that was all done for real. And the Shit. puppetry, um, not the close ups, but yeah. the wides of him doing the puppetry was also real. See, clearly wasted they, on how I met your uncle or whatever <laughs> he was. On they flight. they apparently like the like uh, prop people spoke to him about how he was going to do the marionette stuff in half an hour and he was just like okay wow. yep 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 somebody clearly hasn't read his series of children's books about children who do magic I've, I've obviously not read that though absolutely loves magic he does um, mm. what, what an ick yeah I know gross people who do magic <laughs> Especially grown adults. Yeah. I feel like you can get away with that up until maybe the age of about 20. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And the younger you are, the more charming it is. What about Dynamo? He's sick, right? No, he's not. He is. No, he is. He does it in a professional way, though. Dynamo, and Dynamo's like built his own brand and he's a bit different. Yeah. Reese Shearsmith. Does he do magic? In League of Gentlemen, he does, I think. Oh. Stephen Mulhern started no. as a musician. Ick. Uh, musician? Magician. Yeah, he's um, also got a series of children's books uh, about a magic boy. Dominic Wood. He started as a ma- magician as well. The masked magician started him as a, as a magician. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I just worry that about a slight over-reliance, that's all I... I especially yeah. having seen the, the clip of the next episode. Still it's not quite... It's a bit quite, too much for my eyes. They look really good, those goblins, though. Just in some shots. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's it. it's trying to be really good. And sometimes it is, and then sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it drops like, the ball slightly. In the second episode, when they're on the spaceship, yeah. the spaceship background, yeah. I'm like, yeah. say so they're on a green screen. Well, it, yeah. it, I think it wasn't a green screen, actually. My belief is that it was the volume. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I say, I felt like the volume to me. Okay. But yeah, I, I worry I that wrong, it will age as badly as the pig flying into Big Ben has aged when you watch that back now yeah Do you know what I mean? that, that looks good now no it doesn't that, that was a minute that was a miniature yeah it looks like i could have done it in movie maker no it's a minute it's a miniature why are you saying it like that that's how you say it <laughs> i always have to remind myself it's not it's four syllables not three um it's a miniature 
Yeah, but not the the actual crash bit. It's like if you watch it back, honestly, oh, really? you'll watch it back and you'll be like, ooh. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Hi. I guess it's something I struggle to care about that much. With no, Dr. I really Lee. care about that stuff. Because it's, it's like, well, I know it's not real. Yeah, but it's like mm. either do it or don't do it. I like either so. do it really, really well or don't do it at all. I, very difficult to do it, have it not doing it at all, though. I guess in this day and age, very limiting. Or like, do it stories. really bad. Do you know? What I mean? Like, it's kind of. I don't know if you've seen Rings of Power on Amazon. Yeah. The, um, oh my god. I thought that the CGI, like, bearing in mind, apparently it cost a billion pounds. Yeah, it's like the most expensive TV show ever made. Yeah, it's terrible. Really? There's like this weird dog creature in it, and it's so oh, bad. Yeah, it's it never, it never ever bothers me. Like, oh, honestly, really I can't tell me. you something that bothers me less than bad CGI. I mean, with Doctor Who, I think we we have quite a special relationship the special relationship <laughs> <laughs> but i i forgive is that doctor your, who is that your way of um yeah no, <laughs> no we're not gonna delve into that <laughs> uh, um, I, no i forgive doctor who it but something yeah like rings of power which no, also I, managed to be really boring having I've, spent a billion yeah. yeah there's no excuse give that money back give it to charity um, anyway. There we go. <laughs> Period. Spoken. Um, what Doesn't else happened like that, in this episode? So, I guess we better get to it. The doctor regenerated, but he did not. Yeah. He bi generated. I love yeah. that. You loved it. Hashtag bi generated. <laughs> uh, so. There's, so, ten- there's tension in the room oh now. Oh my god! Thoughts on the bi generation twist? I liked it. I like the idea that the next one. While you're talking, I'm going to give myself some more grapefruit. Go for it. And cancel out my antidepressants. Um, uh, do you guys want any? No, I'm all good. All good, thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, I liked it, and I like the idea that the next version of the Doctor is always inside the Doctor. Like it's like yeah, it's re- and I feel like like it was mm. all he was already kind of coming out. Do you know what I mm. mean? Like I feel like David Tennant this time round hasn't been like David Tennant last time round, and he's you know Why his whole uh the cupboard next to the extractor <laughs> fan, the big cupboard uh on yeah just this one, yeah there you go. I love the tone. It's in there. <laughs> do you go on, do you go on. Um. Yeah, and I feel like there was always something mad going on with David returning anyway. Mm. And that being kind of the reason was I I liked it. I mean, it was silly. Mm. Um, the way they split their clothes. <laughs> um, yeah. Splitting their clothes was... I'll wait till I get to my microphone. Oh, yeah, here we go. She's on her way back. I'd almost have preferred it if... It was just full on new costume. Oh really? No, yeah, I, I, quite, I liked so it. Mental, I just thought it was so, so Russell and so yeah, silly. very Russell. So I mean, so Russell because, it, I mean, he's a dirty old man. And <laughs> <laughs> the lingering was, shots on Shooty's thigh. Exactly. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't take uh, a detective to work out <laughs> why he chose that doctor to be the one that ended up in his boxer shorts. <laughs> Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was so daft the splitting of the clothes thing. Yeah. yeah. 
um, and, and I, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was yeah. so yeah, cool. Yeah, I kind of loved it, it in well. a way. It does that, imply that Tennant has no underpants on there. Yeah, I did. I immediately said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so he's just, he's just freewheeling it. Also, like, do you feel like Tennant, like... And he had has, no shoes on. Yeah, has got his dogs out, like, a lot on Doctor Who. Yeah, I feel like that's his... I feel like it was, like, a throwback. Do you think? It was a cheeky little throwback. I remember in... I always remember, like, in Smith & Jones, when he takes his shoes off. Yeah. And he, does, he has no socks on. Yeah. And it always, like, icked me out, even as a kid. But mm. he did have socks on this time because Sheety's wearing socks. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank true. Thank God. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd have rather um, seen Sheety's feet. And I say that in the least perfect way possible. I think <laughs> like, that, that is disgusting. Like, I don't, I don't want to see Sheety's feet. You should re-examine. But I want to see Sheety's feet more than I want to see David Tennant's feet. I feel like I was like mm. been there, done that, wasn't distracted by the feet. However, I was distracted by <laughs> my, fir- my first comment was, "Oh, his ch- oh my god!" <laughs> you just, spread- I, just <laughs> I just poured just cordial just like right down myself entirely down. Can Do you, you believe I never got a dyspraxia diagnosis? Yeah, that's mental. No, it's fine. I'll leave it. Go okay. On. Um, my first comment was, "Oh, his chest hair's grown back from the Barbie movie." That was my first thought. Yeah, because we spoke about that, didn't we? Yeah, because he did a whole behind the scenes thing that was like... I don't think you're going back though. Was this not shot before the Barbie movie? He had a little summit summon going oh. going back on. So maybe, yeah, maybe it was pre, pre the Barbie movie. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I loved the... I loved Alan Z as like pseudo last words for the... Yeah. I yeah. thought it was so fun. Because also it's a real reversal of the what happens to that doctor the first time where he's like yeah. being kind of um petulant about going yeah. i thought it was so cool that he was like it's not dying i accept it alan z was yeah. cool yeah and then again so russell and so silly that they like pulled him apart yeah and i loved mm. that it was like you know a, a companion from the old show and a companion from the new show yeah yeah uh, like ripping him apart to make this new new show yeah right yeah yeah um, beautiful and because he's done the hand thing before I feel like it wasn't mental yes also hmm. I I did I have to say I did read some leaks about it weeks ago so yeah I, I, I didn't had... watch it live and I s- opened Twitter and the first picture I oh, saw was like, that. Yeah. I had the, I basically had time to come to terms with it and my main concern though like in the weeks leading up if they were going to do actually do this was like, is it not going to undermine Sheeta Gatwara as the Doctor? Is it not going to, especially like from like a racial point of view as well? Yeah. Is he not going to seem like uh, like a an afterthought spin-off Doctor? Mm. And like they're keeping David Tennant around for safekeeping, and it really didn't feel like that. I thought that because of how fantastic Sheeta Gatwara was. Yeah. His mm. performance was so brilliant, and he immediately. It was almost like... He was more the Doctor right, than you know, David. You know in yeah. the Christmas Invasion where they save David until the last 20 minutes and then yeah. he comes out and he showboats and you're like straight away, just like, oh my God, I've forgotten <laughs> so Chris Rutten even existed. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like they were doing that again, but they were like, okay, we're going to make his showboating, showboating even more impressive. He's going to do that one arm cartwheel. <laughs> by putting the most famous unpopular doctor right next to him yeah it was like it obviously put you together under a lot of pressure but mm. like he really survived it 
And on a character level, sorry, I'm sort of talking at you. No, That's all good. On a character level, I thought that it was very a very smart choice to make him the wiser of the two doctors yes. yeah. who was giving his younger self the life lessons. Yeah. Oh my God. That moment where he held David Tennant. Oh my God. And then gave him the little kiss and said, I got you. Yeah. Oh, so I was beautiful. like, because we can all relate to that. Yeah. I think regeneration works best when it's a concept we can all relate to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, Matt, I mean, Matt Smith's regeneration speech always strikes a chord with me of like, we're all different people all through our lives. Yeah. But this was also like, God, I wish I could hold my oh, younger self. Same, yeah. same. And say, I got you, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting no, a bit it was really sweet. Even thinking about that. It was beautiful. So what did we think of his, of Shuti Gutwa's performance um, in the short time we spent with him? Oh, I mean, he's incredible um, and so unusual as well, um, f- full of energy. Um, the way he delivers lines is like, oh, you know, it, only him. Um, so he has that quality um, on a sort of Matt Smith level or even like Tom Baker, just so unusual. But yeah, he's, he's like also just like such a good actor. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna You're never be... thinking about the quality of his acting. You're just thinking about his acting choices. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like, oh, he gets to use his voice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was nice. Because his voice is a little unusual. Yeah. It actually. is, yeah. Because it's the Scottish and it's this like kind of Rwandan twang. Yeah. yeah. I think it works for the Doctor to have like such a quirky lovely. voice, you know? Uh-huh. So how does by generation actually work then? This is something interesting to talk about. Well, I've heard loads yeah. of stuff about this. The one I like is that it just gives that incarnation a little more time and they're not actually split. I don't think he's a a full doctor. Like, he's not going to die and regenerate. Yeah. So Um, when when uh, will he cease to be and what will happen? I hope we never hear from him ever again. Yeah. That's my dream. This is the other thing is, like, I do worry about the fact that they kind of have got the tenant doctor in their back pocket, especially considering that the story ends with that lovely scene, to be fair, of him yeah. with all the nobles. and But Mel is there. Yeah. Um, and is clearly, therefore, in touch with that incarnation, mm. that version of the doctor. We know she's going to show up again. Yeah. Yep. Are they keeping him for safekeeping? I hope I not. They- I think that, like... No, I just think they didn't want to kill him. But they gave him a TARDIS, though. They're they're keeping all of them for safekeeping now. Yeah, I suppose so. Look at Tales of the TARDIS. They're they're clearly all bi-generated forms of those doctors. That feels less high stakes, though, because, I mean, you don't want to ask Sarah (laughs) for her opinion on Tales of the TARDIS. (laughs) What are you trying about? (laughs) Tales of what now? (laughs) We can see any doctor now at any kind of age, and it's explained. The only thing is, is if they're... So I, I I like that they're just being given more time, and that and when they go, they'll they'll just you know like they'll they'll sit down in their favourite sofa or something, and they'll mm. just sort of fade like a Jedi Yoda-esque, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which I kind of like. Um, if they've got their own timelines, then we've got full on like or their own well, I'm, I've regeneration seen, I've seen lines. The word the multiverse verse banded around, and I don't like uh, that yeah. at all. Uh, but then that, yeah. would ex- that would explain... Stop making gipping noises down the mic. The <laughs> listeners won't like it. We've done that a lot tonight. Um, <laughs> they explain like Joe Martin's Doctor and stuff. Oh, maybe, yeah. Um, so maybe it there's like... It explains the Schalke Doctor. 
Oh. Well, she, yeah, because she was knocking about her own TARDIS. Yeah. Nobody she, else was like, oh, she's going to mess it up. No, but she's different. She's pre Hartnell. <laughs> He's, well, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. nonsense. But how did you have a police box then? <laughs> yeah, true. They never cleared that up, did they? Is um, she, well, is she pre-Hunt or is she season 6B? Well, yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. Weird. Let's not get into Gosh, that. I wish it had been explained because it could have been really cool. Yeah. Oh, well. I think it's almost like contrary to try and explain it, though. Like, mm. I just... Yeah, I hope... I have a feeling that he'll make a cheeky little... He'll be like, how are we going to save the day? And he'll turn up and then he'll be like, oh, this is it. I'm actually fucking off now. Do you think? But I really, my true heart I've, of hearts I've hope, read suggestions of them like, like, oh, are they going to do like a separate movie with him? He's got, he's booked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's got things to yeah, do, I honey. And he's not going to be anytime well. soon. He'll do anything though. Yeah, I know. With the, when it comes to Doctor Who. Um... Yeah, or like anything vaguely British. <laughs> I think they, I think they'd have to do it as well. They'd have to do that within the next decade or so. Yeah, because he's getting old. He, I feel like you know he's in his early fifties now. Mm. Yeah, so he's like Bond age. Yeah, and it works. Age like, is irrelevant now, though. Yeah, but you can't. I he could Harrison, come back in twenty years. Harrison time. Ford just did in an, another Indiana yeah. Jones. Think he's eighty years old. Yeah. He's a bit different though. But yeah, I, I genuinely hope we never... He's a bit different, but also Harrison Ford's more of an... Act, uh, Indiana Jones is more of an action hero than the Doctor's ever been. Yeah, but I think he's quite active person. Like he does... He like flies his own little airplane and pla- stuff. <laughs> uh, he Har- did Harrison crash Ford it, but... Is a hero. <laughs> he saved many lives. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was a newspaper headline and it said, Harrison Ford is a hero. He saved many lives. And it, it's stupid because <laughs> it's not true because he... What he, <laughs> he saved he saved many lives from himself crashing into them. He nearly crashed right. his plane, and then he and then he successfully <laughs> crash landed his plane away from people. And, and the paper said, <laughs> "Aristotle was a hero. He saved many lives." Oh wait, put a positive spin on something. Yeah, yeah. I am <laughs> or it happy should have been Harrison Ford almost kills <laughs> many people. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another person they should just leave to live his kooky little life. Literally. I think they'll mention it. I think she'll be like, mm, I saw mm, Uncle David or whatever we're going by yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the weekend. But I hope we never see him. Sure, sure. Again, if you know what I mean. We're going to see him again. Yeah, all right. It's going to happen. Do you think so? Hey, yeah. Or it'd be kind of cool if we saw like... Paul McGann. Like any of them yeah, that's the no, cool thing I mean, about like, it I mean like it'd be cool Hartnell as a little elf thing who's just carried on ageing for like a hundred oh, years after yeah. the 10th no. planet <laughs> it, like if if it was like a certain aspect of the story of a story was like left un, unfinished or like mm. unresolved mm. and then the characters are like wait how's that been fixed and then they look and there's like another TARDIS just like dematerialising <laughs> and you're like oh but you don't actually see David Tennant. Yeah, I think that would be fine. Yeah. Or like, yeah, they need another TARDIS to save the day or something. Oh, yeah, so they just grab his TARDIS from the garden. Yeah, whatevs, you know. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind them keeping the TARDIS in the back pocket, the extra TARDIS. Yeah. There's also that one that's just a tree that Jodie left behind oh, yeah. in, Paris, in Timeless Children. This is the thing, there's a lot of things like this that have been done before yeah. and yeah. left well alone. And yeah. that's why I'm hoping. There's also that TARDIS that's a there's a house oh god yeah oh what the floaty one from the end of Jodie's era yeah oh. 
It's like in Back to the Future. There's a there's a there's a part in Back to the Future where there's like four DeLoreans all in Hill Valley at the same time. It's the same DeLorean. Anyway, God's sake. Um, <laughs> love Back to the Future. I don't fucking you? worship at the altar. But Sarah and I went to see Back to the, F- the Future the musical. I'm so glad we saw it when they did because they've recast it and they don't look like. Oh, do they not anymore? They don't really look like. I, as j- good. I just got a Back to the Future tattoo. I I was going to oh, ask to see that straight after. <laughs> look at this! Wow, that is large. Cool. It's the <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> is that that's like the, what that was like a, a knee jerk reaction. <laughs> that made it sound like that's too large. Well, I knew what it was going to be. It's a um, it's the guitar that Michael J. Fox plays at the start of Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she healed? It's a Chiquita travel guitar. Yeah, I just done it ages ago. Love oh, it. Nice. I had this last time we saw each other. I never even asked. Read it's me. Beautiful. Thanks. I think it's just the it's right nice placement. size. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, she's clawing it back now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking of getting disco on my knuckles. But you'd have to put the S, and, S and C on the same knuckle. Um, I'll leave your dad to contact yeah. you about that one. <laughs> what do you think? No, not the, with the same. Not, not with the same not letter disco. on the same. How about Disso or There's no four-letter version of Disco, though. <laughs> There's someone in London who has Abba Gold tattooed on their knuckles. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> um, we're, we're getting distracted. We are, we are. Uh, yeah, I do worry about him being in that back pocket. I do worry that they gave him an extra TARDIS. I'm like, what's that all about? Um, mm. I I loved that when Cheetah got what I got in his TARDIS, he like changed the lighting scheme yeah. immediately. And he has the jukebox. I'm like, are we going to hear pop music from the jukebox each week? Yeah. I, that's just so exciting to me. I loved um, how um, Tennant's doctor... I, I'm forgetting the numbers now. Yeah, um, I think. Well, I think the numbers are going to stop mattering as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think there comes a point where there are so many that it's so, you know. I, gets it's bad for those red bubble merch people. Literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Literally. I love how um, Tenant's doctor was showing Shooty around, going, "This is where this is. That's yeah, where this that is." Like, cool. Yeah, and he was like, "Okay, boomer." Okay, I've literally. I know. I'm literally you. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was I, I immediately thought wait that doesn't make sense but also it was really cute it kind of uh, worked it did yeah. work I loved, I loved it when it. they said we loved Sarah Jane I know oh can you believe so, she's gone yeah oh oh and yeah. he's like, killed I me her. canonically I dead now oh so nice oh it killed me yeah I don't like it also when he gave that little kiss to David Tennant <laughs> I was like are oh. they gonna like get off right now <laughs> like a part of me was like are they going to snog with tongs? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys think that? Any no. <laughs> well, I think I was thinking about the... Um, He's kissed too many men this year. The Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> Ray and Kylo Ren kiss, <laughs> which, which kind of threw me. So I was thinking, are they going to... I don't know whether I'd have liked that or not. You've been reading too much Wattpad. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit weird, isn't it? If he, if he like full on snogs himself. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, an but odd one. I do. <laughs> would would you though, given the chance? Snog myself. Like if you had a, if you met like, like a, I don't know, like if a clone of yourself. A like fitter well. version of myself. What if? Ala David Tennant and Shooter Gatwa. Exactly like you. No. No, absolutely not. Would no. you? Ha- would you not? Would you go all the way with yourself? No. It, no. You wouldn't. No, no I, would, whoa, I can tell whoa. by your response that you <laughs> <Okay>. would. <laughs> so would, let's uh, would, unpack this one I then. I would definitely have sex with myself. I know. 
like it would if be you amazing. cut this out i will be so angry like, with I, you like i i know exactly what i like no true yeah but no and like you wouldn't you, do you know what i mean like you no. just would you feel <laughs> everything twice because of yourself as well right Ooh. yeah is it like a voodoo doll situation no yeah. i think it's I'd be mad i think it's like no, I think what it is is that <laughs> <laughs> thinking about no, this now. <laughs> it's that like I'm me, and yeah. I'm experiencing having sex with somebody who looks and behaves exactly like me, but I'm not experiencing what they're experiencing. Okay. Mm. No, I hate that. That sounds like my idea of hell. <laughs> Would you play with a doll of yourself? No. I'd like Just a little action figure of myself, so that'd be fun. Yeah, 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 I see that for you. You can get that done, but they're like yeah. 300 pounds. Are they 3D printed? 3D printed, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you know what that's you how a toy maker does? I'm really surprised that you've not that, s- that you've disagreed with me on that. That tiny little Lego over there. Oh, yeah? That's uh, about two pounds. There you go, job done. That was me about 10 yeah. years ago, to be fair. Did you do it in the Lego store? Yeah. Yeah, it's not quite as personalised as a 3D printed action figure, though, no, is it? No, but it is £2. Right, well, we'll move on because <laughs> I <laughs> I thought I thought I was normal on that front. No, and no. sorry. No, you've revealed yourself to be the outlier. Well, I do situation. myself all the time anyway, so who am I to... <laughs> Are you going to leave that in the podcast later? <laughs> Uh-oh, well, in the lap of the gods now, it's up to you. <laughs> like... I, I, I don't know. I'm going to move on because I, I feel yeah. I feel very exposed and observed. Um, do we think Donna's safe space? Safe space. Yeah. No do judgments. we think Donna's going to be in the unit spinoff? Assuming that it's real. No. No. Maybe guest. Do you think star. that was a joke offer? Oh, uh, like maybe she'll guest star in it, but yeah. like I don't think Catherine Tate would do it. Yeah. Again, she's got no. things to do. I feel like she does. She's got stuff to do. Booked and busy. She, I mean, she stuff she shouldn't be doing. Like no one asked for the Nan movie. Yeah, it's true. Um, like she, she'd be better off doing <laughs> unit spin-off. Frankly, if Catherine Tate's comedy is lowest common denominator. Yeah. And if you yeah. like it, sorry, you're thick. Yeah. Um, wow. It's shit. It's shit. Yeah. It's of its time. Of its I time re- for sure. I really like her as an actor, but it's. It's very of its time absolute bobbins it was the the sort of thing when it came out wasn't it that was kind of the comedy that little was going britain around. Yeah. yeah i'm really yeah. i was gonna say little britain i'm really surprised she's got out scot-free in terms of racism yeah it's a, i mean she, there's a slight classist a- aspect to there's those of people who have though hugh laurie blacked up in jeeves and worcester no but as in she never did no i know but she's it's the sort of like the accents and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I know that, but I but like she never did anything actually racist, and that's yeah. a, that sort of surprises no, it wasn't me. I feel like Nan maybe. was race was a racist, but yeah. Catherine Tate never like did a racist costume or like. Hmm. Whereas yeah. you'd expect with some of her contemporaries like Little Britain, yeah, you'd expect perhaps that she might have might have like I don't know put on a hijab and done a silly voice. Yeah, I know what you mean. But Maybe she did she's it. got a really good moral team. compass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> no, I think she probably does have a really good moral compass. To be she honest, she seems like a lovely person. But yes, mm. I think one of the reasons she's enjoyed, she, and I've seen interviews, and she's clearly loved doing these specials. But yeah. her and David Tennant are evidently pals, and they get on very well. Yeah. And you know, it's a bit of like an, for old times' sake thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, she wouldn't have the same experience with Gemma Redgrave. <laughs> And Bonnie Besties. Langford. I don't know. Gemma could be a laugh. You but never no, know. I'm not saying Gemma's not a laugh. 
What I'm saying is they're not long-time friends. No, exactly. Right? Yeah. I understand. Um, I did see behind-the-scenes footage of um, Gemma Redgrave learning the dance with Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, <laughs> there wow. was like a choreographer and everything. I've never seen a woman look more scared. Yeah, she was terrified by the whole thing. And she... Um, she stood on his on his feet so many times that she had to buy him a packet of plasters as an apology. Wow. So yeah. that fear was just real. That fear was very, <laughs> very real. It was the fear of doing the I dance mean, I'd though. Be hopeless. Like I always think yeah. about oh this this I always think about thing isn't gonna look good next to the I would have sex of myself <laughs> thing. But <laughs> I always think about if I became extremely famous and I was um, a contestant on Strictly you Come Dancing. You always think about this, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I was a contestant on Strictly Come Dancing, I would be the one that gets the joke paired one. with Anton Debeck, like the joke one. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't do it anymore, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Anne Widdicombe, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, um, the, Jack, the Jackie Smith. Yeah. That's me. Okay, fair. Because um, I'm so bad at dancing. Yeah, I'm absolutely terrible at dancing. I remember in the school plays and stuff when we had to learn the choreography i would try and do it and be rubbish and explain i literally can't do this and they'd be like yes you can and then i'd cry and they'd be like you don't have to do it anymore wow get out of jail free card <laughs> that is it the the story of a doctor who fan if yeah. i've ever heard <laughs> um, i just was like give me a non-dancing role it's not that hard Oh yeah, I mean, I was I always got away with it when I was in musical theatre as a child. I just like, like when I was dodger, the only move I had to learn was the little skip, the little skip yeah, and the yeah, heel yeah. tap. Once I could do that, I was laughing. <laughs> Have we missed anything about this episode? Um, the, we we'd done the most of the bits. Oh, how did you feel about seeing Shirley Ann again? I mean, they were acting as if they were firm friends i was what, like she and the doctor yeah i was like we saw her for about two seconds you had a little chat i suppose they, so they gave her a bit more reverence so i think she mm. was owed but i liked that she was back mm. i thought it made sense it was nice to have a bit of continuity um yeah yeah she uh, yeah she and had she, a better run out this time she will be yeah. back because in star beast it drove me nuts because like meeting the doctor presumably for the first time mm. it, that should be a bigger moment right yeah and, well, and they had quite a heart reaction. to heart i kind of like that though is that she like just she took him seriously and she like listened to him but she was like she was not like lee evans like hero yeah, worshiping him. yeah yeah and i kind of like that spin on it was like it was like, it kind of made the doctor a bit more humble truly it's yeah. a woman at work if you've ever had a celebrity fair. come to work and you have to pretend that you don't exactly yeah fair yeah, you must have fair. had that what, celebrities work? at my workplace? What about um, we've not been lucky enough to be graced by his <laughs> presence yet. Um, <laughs> i got to cut this out, though. Um, <laughs> people don't know where I work. <laughs> so yeah, you might have it. to cut that. <laughs> yeah. Pissing! <laughs> <laughs> I've said I, I've said nothing wrong here. You probably don't need to cut that. <laughs> I, I, I might bleep it out. <laughs> that would be and even people, funnier. People would be like thinking, "Is it people Tom Cruise?" Like, Who is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, yeah, it was woman at work vibes. Um, fair. I also yeah, fair. I like had a little 
internal um jump for joy when she briefly like stood up out of her chair yes because yeah, the, yeah. there was obviously the whole scandal of she her crossing, crossing her, her legs, legs in the first one yeah. and people lost their freaking minds uh, so i was like god imagine those people are going to be foaming at the mouth <laughs> over the fact that she stood up like they're going to be like she's a fake she's a fake they benefit fraud <laughs> literally oh they were like she they, I can't believe they left this shot in where she stood up it's like I thought it was great because yeah. like, like on a serious note it, it's not just about spiting trolls it's about like yeah it is good to see a diverse mm-hmm. range yeah. of disabled people on television because such a huge chunk of people who use wheelchairs can do a degree of walking or standing yeah. it's yeah. such a huge chunk yeah um, it's like kind of like blind people like such yeah. a small chunk of blind people are totally blind 95% mm. of blind people can see have something. some level of sight yeah. and and I feel right. like yeah, yeah. a weird number of people even adults don't understand that yeah Um, and it, that's one of those things that could be um, mm-hmm. depicted better it also mm. made sense in reference to Kate's weird non-bracelet rant where it wasn't just she wasn't making stuff up. Like, mm. you know, she's like, oh, I saw her out of her wheelchair before. Oh, true. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have seen that. Mm. Doesn't mean she doesn't need it, though. Like, it's that whole, yeah, like, exactly. I'm right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, the, those people who actually said that on Twitter yes. then got egg on their face. It's quite, it's quite funny, really, and quite, like, funny, but also, like, kind of sad that, like, that the, had to make that point. the point of the episode was so well made before it even aired. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Russell does know how to make a point. Yeah, he yeah, he is. But then yeah, and it does sometimes fall apart at the last hurdle, and that's the price you pay for having Russell on board. I think it's worth it, even sometimes when it does. Yeah, like it's, it's it. always fun to watch. Yeah, even when it doesn't quite hand together. Yeah, yeah, you're having a good time, and you're yeah. not. Thing is, you're not thinking about the joins and the seams yeah. until after. You're only. You only think about it. I only think about it because I'm having to talk to you guys about mm. it for this. Mm. You know, whereas in the Chibnall era, I found that I was thinking about that the whole time I was watching it. You yeah. know, well, like the plot and the dialogue just yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. enough for you to just suspend your disbelief for or sure. enjoy it in a normal way. We've got uh, to get to the bottom of the mystery at the heart of this planet, <laughs> the Ghost Monument. It's just like how many times is that going to be said? What did like what did you times. think though about um, Donna's line about do you come in different colours? I was that was weird. That was very high. Russell, it's not two thousand five anymore. It was very out can't, of, out can't of be pocket, saying stuff wasn't like that. It? it was a bit like it's kind of cheeky sort of thing that you might say to a friend right. who knows that you're like you don't mean it in a sort of exactly. offensive way, but not really not probes. Yeah, not, it was just it was just like oh. It's like, well, we can see he's black. We don't, obviously, like, we yeah. can acknowledge that he's black. We don't have to pretend he's not black. But, but like, it's weird to acknowledge it in that way. In that way, like, yeah. it, it's like it's not as if, yeah, we don't need like a white character. You know what? If the Doctor himself, as played by Shuji Kawa, had said, "Oh, it turns out I go in different colors," yeah, mm. it might mm. not. I still don't think it would be a good I think line. It was still a bit, ooh. but it would have been a better mm. version of it because it's something that that he's choosing to say himself. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's not something her character would definitely 100% say. Yeah, but also, do we need to be depicting that? Yeah. No, because I also, she's she's supposed to be morally, you know, sound, isn't she? Yeah, so, yeah. 
we don't really want to be showing. Also, did she go to an adult learning college to learn coding? I was like, she was a secretary. She's doing all that coding. On I the did computer. wonder. Did but did she have a? Does she have a little bit of Doctor Donna? Doctor Donna, yeah, bubbling away in the back. She's less time lord genius, like all women. Wow, she's got a little bit of <laughs> Doctor Donna bubbling. I reckon when she was like asking about what system they used, and I was, I like, reckon Come she's got on. it like a little tonsil stone of Doctor Donna. Yeah, tonsil stone hanging around in the back. <laughs> you guys have had tons of stones, haven't you? No, my sister has. Oh, they're fucking right. They're disgusting. They're they so smell amazing. like death. Yeah, they're really horrible. I have very, I get them on locks. So I have very craggy tonsils. Have you had tonsillitis a lot as a child? No. That's normally why you get it. No. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, weird thing for her to say and not be like called out on. I mean, even weirder, she was called out on it. Weird diversion in the episode. Yeah. Uh, um, another one was uh, Wilf shooting moles. Yes, that was sad, odd. isn't it? No, that's what people in the country do. You right. lot are all soft city people. That's like. But you Wilf's don't, a city person. You don't want moles, but he's got an allotment. You don't want moles digging up your food in the allotment. I just feel like it's not very Wilf, though. No, you should like. He also, like, he wouldn't take joy in shooting moles. I mean, it does. And the implication was that he was like doing it for fun. Yeah, you city people are not used to that kind mm. of those kind of ways. That's the sort of thing that. But they live in the city. It's in Chiswick. Well, mm. that's not the city. Have you ever been? It's, it's so posh London. there. It's, yeah, but it's the city. It's just, it's, I mean, it's they had a, a massive map. garden. I mm. guess so. Also, you sounded so far away. <laughs> that, that was it. Did they have a field? Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Yeah, I did think, was that what Wilf would be doing? It would have been better if they said he was with his telescope or... Yeah, although in the middle the, of the afternoon, I'm not sure. <laughs> or with, with his binoculars or something on the... On the <laughs> what, in a bush? Looking the, at the neighbours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's off peeping Tommen. <laughs> yeah, no. maybe. Well, if they were like... <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> no! Take that back. Can you imagine? Take that Can back. You imagine? <laughs> Take that back. What have you said? Prison. Oh Prison for you. God. Can you imagine if you were inappropriate? I'm going to have to take that out. That's, That's bad behaviour. That's, That's too bad, bad behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> you could beat that bit out as well. Um... But no, yeah. yeah apparently, <laughs> the originally Russell had written this bit where like Wilford died, and they were talking about how Wilford died. And then they were and like, then Phil Collinson said, "No, it's nice to think that Will's just out of shot the whole time." Fair enough. Who do you think's right? I think that I think it would have been a bit weird if they were like, <laughs> "We'll keep David," but seeing as he is dead mm. in real life, we'll just draw attention to that again. I suppose, but generally, like they. When like beloved Doctor Who actors have died in real life, yeah, they've tend to kill off tended to kill off the characters. Like the reason that they're saying Sarah Jane has died is because Elizabeth Elizabeth Sladen has died. Mm. But it's been a while. I don't very. They True. didn't immediately acknowledge it, did they? True, but they yeah. did when Nicholas Courtney died. Yeah, I don't know. I think. It works really nicely, again, if they never touch on that storyline ever again. Yeah, yeah, for they sure. Leave that yeah. well alone. Oh, God, yeah. And, like, please, please don't make Stephen Moffat's mistakes. Like, don't make Wilf a Cyberman. Oh, oh my no. God. 
Yeah, it's the don't. craziest story. Like, I, I love Stephen Moffat. It's the weirdest decision though, right? I remember being like, is that, that's just straight up offensive. Like yeah. totally unhinged. Yeah. They basically made a man a zombie. Yeah, it was not nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so don't, yeah, don't do that. Um, yeah. Okay. So today, oh, a couple of things to discuss then. So yeah, new Sonic screwdriver. I love it. I know loads of people are saying it's cheap. Oh, I really thought that you were going to say you hated it. I think the crystal thing's dumb. But apart from that. So I like I like that it is it's really it's something different. Mm. Especially after Tenant's one, which is like Tenant's most recent one, which is like very yeah. much like a, a got a, a mishmash of the previous mm-hmm. uh, screwdrivers. Um I like that this one is like a completely new direction. And like people say it's not the shape of a screwdriver. What has it ever been really? Yeah, exactly. Like, also, you can get screwdrivers out of that shape. Yeah. The uh, ones with the multi-heads. I like it as a yeah, multi-tool. Yeah. It's cool. I do think that it looks like it's made out of plastic. And the, my friend Fran said that it looks like if you dropped it, the battery um, yeah. flat would fall off. And that I do so kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And it um, looks like the buttons would, would make a really unsatisfying clicking noise. I, do you know what I mean? You know that like... Yeah. Looks very 90s, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I actually do think the other ones look a bit rubbish as well. Yeah. Like they do look like they're made up. They but all look the, like they're made of plastic. Not the Matt Smith one. That looks solid. And and, and it, or maybe it's just because I've seen it in action and the foley that they put on is a corkscrew being tossed around. Okay. So you, you really feel the weight of it? Yeah. So maybe they'll put similar foley on this one and it'll sound mm. like a... We saw that little clip. Yes. Of him using it. I quite like it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's cool. Oh, I'm surprised you like it, Tom. Yeah, I don't like anything. Yeah, you're, <laughs> do I? you're usually a <laughs> traditionalist about this sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that down with the old Sonic anyway. It's a, it's a bit of a yeah. easy tool out mm-hmm. of tricky story situations, I guess. I've heard that's um, what they call you and. Easy tool. He's an easy tool to get. (laughs) What do you think of the crystal, though, Tom? I spit power by crystal. Power by crystal. What in the Marvel are you talking about? It's a bit um, like a lightsaber. It's powered by a crystal. Yeah, Yeah. it's a bit like high American people. This is how this works. You know what? (laughs) Sorcerer's stone. To be fair, like I don't care about any of that. (laughs) But. Like a kid, a kid, a kid would cool. find that damn cool. I reckon that, like, oh, a crystal, and so that video, I, I was like, this. Is it's not like it's going to be like it? an important part of the story. No. So it's like if a little it is, nice well, kids. Mm, I was Buckle worried up, that guys. they will be, mm. and like your friend said, that it will fall apart and the crystal will fall out, yeah. and they'll be like, oh no, can't use it now. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what about um, the Rwandan prob- proverb? I thought that was really cute. Aspect, yeah, it's really cute, but. Um, you're looking at me like I can't say anything rude about a Rwandan proverb. I can. I'm allowed to say what I want. Can't wait for your downfall, Molly Marsh. Cancel me. <laughs> no, I obviously the the proverb itself lovely and lovely to like as well to gesture to Shiti Gatwa's yeah. um mm. uh, heritage and all this. Um, and like yeah, it was like what is it like the the sharpness of the tongue beats the sharpness of the sword? Was that what some, it is? Some, like, yeah. It's like very doctory the yeah. quote. However, when he's talking about it in that in that video, it did kind of just draw my attention to the level of detail on that Sonic and therefore 
how designed it is and then that made me feel like it's over designed mm. wow like the trip my train of thought went went there yeah can like, you oh, not imagine got... the little pull out in like a kid's magazine like this this does this and this does this and blah that's blah blah true. I think it's quite cute like those um those visual visual dictionaries yeah what company are they made by like um you should know this you've worked in publishing DK DK makes them yeah, don't yeah, they yeah um and I like the little like USB ports. Yeah, thing. I thought that was cute. Really cool. Mm. And you see that that's going to be used. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, 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 it will depend how it's used in the stories. Um, yeah. When he was crawling along in the little clip. Yeah. Looking through it, I was like, "What's that doing, babe? Oh, we've got eyes. She's seeing what yeah, you're seeing. What yeah. else are you seeing? You know." He was using it as a torch, I think. Really? Yeah. I thought he was holding it up to his little eye because there's a little eye piece, isn't there, oh. as well? Well, maybe it's got, um, like, like Google Glass. It's got, like, <laughs> info on it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing at Face Google Glass? <laughs> <laughs> Where did they get that? Oh, you can buy a similar one on Amazon. What do you mean? That's what you use Google Glass for. You scan someone's little outfit and you go, where's that from? And they're like, oh, babe, the top's from Monkey. You, you could have all kinds of data on there. Yeah, I suppose. Um, what did you think of the Goblin song? Why is it like that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Why? <laughs> it's sort of like electro swing. Yeah. yeah, that I didn't have a problem with. Okay. Why does she sound like that? What do you mean? Why is it like a woman's, like a normal <laughs> woman's voice? So and then all the other goblins are talking and they're like... <laughs> like little goblin so noises maybe, maybe musically in the language of these goblins it is just indistinguishable from speech anything musical so maybe the TARDIS is translating it musically and help yeah into I the think way that they're going to have a chat though I think that they're they're obviously going to have a chat because the music ends and they're they're going to be like oh it, more food or whatever yeah. yeah maybe they only eat babies I don't know I thought it was so funny. I, I mean, mean, I burst out laughing the, the, the first time I heard it. The song it. is very much like, it's very much The Angel Put the Devil in Me from yes. Dallas Manhattan. Oh, it's yeah. like a similar vibe. Um, very funny. Kind of crazy that they put out a two minute scene of the episode. Right? Yeah. I love like, that though. weeks in advance. Do you? I, I do like that. I think it's like a really silly little teaser. Um, I suppose it doesn't really give away like much plot. I no. also... I think I mainly love it for friend of the podcast David's reaction to when the clip got leaked a couple of days before the full clip came out. Or oh, maybe I didn't one notice day. it had been leaked. It got leaked and it was like, everyone was like, why does she sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just David, it was just four images of David looking unimpressed. It absolutely killed me. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to so many people who don't know who David is. That's really funny. The, the, um, yeah, I've seen people like saying she's serving cunt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she is a little bit. She mm. is a little bit cunty, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Mm. It's like the it's the manny and the and the wig and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, and I I kept I kept forgetting until I saw the trailers and stuff that um I know we've spoken I know we talked a little shit about her in the podcast before, <laughs> even though she's just a child. Yeah, I do need to make um, a formal apology. Uh, Millie Gibson is Mancunian and I obviously I hadn't forgotten that because we spoke about Oldham at length but I'd kind of like oh shit we're gonna have a Mancunian Doctor Who companion mm. yeah and that's really cool yeah that's mm. nice when I heard her speaking in her Mancunian voice in the trailers I was like oh 
I, that's cool. Yeah. Have you seen the interview she's done this week? No. She said that she is a companion unlike any other companion we've seen. They before. say that every single time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. but I wonder, this is my little thing. Oh. I don't know if you've watched the clip, and he says time travelers, plural. Oh. And I was like, yeah. who is she? Because the way she's first introduced, where he's dancing in the club and she's looking at him, like, but she's also got a bit of some, something about Interesting. her. Interesting. Like, she's not in the club. She's looking at, as if she was looking for him. Ooh. So I wonder if she's going to be some kind of... That would be cool. I think that would be really cool. Because we've done, like... We've done the humans. Yeah. We've done the, you know, the normals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that think is cool. It's also, it's a bit weird if he's just picking up some schoolgirl. Not really. I don't know. Not I think really. it's like a little bit weird. And, well, I don't even know when it's going to be set or like... But Yaz was meant to be 19. Rose yeah, is supposed to be 19. She, Rose is supposed to be 19. Yeah. She, also, was a cop, she was a school dropout. So. She did get daughter's going to be gay, so it's okay. Yeah. Do we think gay? Do we think Pan? I think he's going to be gay. Gay. Gay, 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 gay. Yeah. Love yeah, that. For sure. And I love it. Um, I was going to say something else about Millie Gibson. I forgot she was going to be Mancunia. Oh, I was going to just do a silly quip. Go for it. I was going to say that I feel more more seen by having a Mancunian <laughs> companion than I did when there was a trans <laughs> character. <laughs> uh, obviously, you that's not true. You absolutely hate Rose Noble. I, don't, I didn't think her acting was very good. No. I feel like you and really I thought the storyline was botched. It was yeah, also I feel like she was mugged off. Absolutely savage that um, later in that episode... What are you doing to my snowman? <laughs> Sarah's got a, a, a kind of eldritch inflatable <laughs> snowman and I'm just playing with his nose. Um, sorry, do go on. And with that, I think we'll uh, wrap it no. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was savage at the end of that episode um, that Donna says she can't act. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah In relation true. to her daughter. But, yeah. Um, and I, t- just I, read saw so that, I saw that picked up on by a number of right-wing publications. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Interesting. I was so excited when she was cast because I absolutely love Heartstopper. Do you? Volumes I, I've 1 heard to 4 like on the bookshelf. Twee and for children. It's Twee and for children. But okay. it's I guess so life Did you just Doctor Who? Doctor Who? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. It's so life-firming and she's absolutely cracking in that. Oh, really? I feel like she was mugged off because she was asked to do so much with so little yeah mm. true 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 like she just didn't get enough time yeah no also, i think you're pretty right my friend said that she was looking at david coquettishly sort of over the top of her eyes and she was like was there flirting going on and i was like no you filthy woman um wait who was you know in the last scene when they're yeah. at the table and she's like Oh, oh so we went for it. I know. She's I was meant like, to be 15. <laughs> but now I, I don't can't like see that it. one bit. Yes. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, I, I think she like was it. just meant to be looking at him. In a sort of like. like affectionately. Yeah, uh, that's what I said. Like she sees him as like an uncle. Like a funkle. Yeah. yeah. Dirty uncle. <laughs> Big finish. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom <laughs> Webster is available to do the cover. <laughs> <laughs> David Tennant is the 14th Doctor in Hansy Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> like, co- co-starring like 
Michelle Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and the Crotons. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, I'm never going to work for them uh, again. Produced, <laughs> produced by Georgia Moffat. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm God. with that. Oh, I hope yeah. I've still got my subscription, though. <laughs> Did you see that... that um, Instagram post that Georgia Tennant did about she is mental <laughs> on social media she's like you <laughs> on this podcast she's she'll just say anything <laughs> yeah. she posted a picture of her daughter oh about <clears throat> when she why she had her was last like, child you can thank you can thank like too much wine and yeah what was it oh, she yeah. said something like basically like I had loads of wine and chagged your father yeah. what she's saying yeah crazy what's your mother posting about that like i love that though it's even funnier considering that that's gonna come back to her dad isn't it like he's in that universe he's probably been sending out yeah, social media yeah for sure for sure <laughs> at least i know that my dad doesn't have any social media it's not gonna come back around to him well, my dad's fully on social media speaking of which shout out um we're gonna wrap up this episode now but the next episode is going to be at Christmas in just a couple of weeks. It's going to be, can you believe Christmas is like two weeks away? Oh, no. Um, it's going to be, I've not done any Christmas shopping. That's so you. In, in, I have been known some years to do it on Christmas Eve. I can't, mm, I can't believe that you had an entire week off last week and you were like, no Christmas shopping oh, for me. Oh, no money. Mm, that's fair. Mate, you got to get on that tiktok like air dry clay girlies you gotta yeah, i might <laughs> have to do some homemade stuff yeah. i have to write some songs for people or something so yes the next episode will be in two weeks time and uh the guest will be my lovely father because yes. i'll be at home over christmas and i thought what better opportunity to sit yeah. with my dad and talk about doctor who um so we are going to be debriefing my prediction is that my dad is not going to like the episode no uh because he doesn't like it when Doctor Who is too silly. Oh, he's going to hate and it. And this looks silly as fuck. This is mental. Yeah. Um, so I think he might get a bit uptight about that, is my prediction. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, is there anything either of you would like to plug? Um, no, my life is a wasteland. Um, <laughs> you occasionally do some lovely Doctor Who you do pictures some on your sometimes. old Instagram. Yes, um, check out my Instagram at Tom. Uh, what is it? It's Tom <laughs> Webster. I'll put it in the. Um, yeah, I put both your Instagrams in the. Oh, thank you. In the description. Most kind. Uh, when you when Tom said you didn't see the listeners because you can't see, but when Tom said check out my Instagram, he did a sort of um, pseudo gang sign with his hand. Did I? Yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> I noticed you did it. Like, as a, well. like a rapper. Like a like, check it out. Oh yeah, down with the kids, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Sarah, would, have you got anything to plug? Um, no. Is there any political cause you want to mention? Um, free Palestine, and if you've got any spare money, donate it to any form of charity that does good in the world yep. this Christmas. Um, donate it to the LGB Alliance. <laughs> That's what you said, isn't it? No! She's got <laughs> You're such a little <laughs> snake. <laughs> um, and Tom's looking like, well, what's the LGB? <laughs> He's going to do some giggling on the train yeah, home. Uh, I, um, I'm kind of just doing this. Uh, I'm doing one more pub quiz Woo. the rest of the year. If you're a Londoner, Rebel in Stratum. 
Are they not doing a pub quiz on what like Christmas, Christmas Eve? Eve? Absolutely not. So next week's my last one. I I've told all the punters for two weeks in a row that I'm on the Christmas quiz. I'm going to wear not only a Santa hat but a little skimpy uh, Mrs. Claus dress. <laughs> And I don't own one of those. Someone's going to Primark. Yeah, I'm like, I've made promises that I can't keep, yeah, really. they will have some kind of little red negligee. This is like when I was a kid and I blurted out at a drama club that I was going to, um, they were like, what are you going to be to the fancy dress party next week? And I hadn't <laughs> made a plan. They went, what are you going to be? And I went, the Mona Lisa. <laughs> and then in the car on the way home, I had to break it to my mum. And she was like, for fuck's sake, like, now I've got to sort that out. <laughs> why why did i say that why i just came out with it did you shave your eyebrows off no i put like makeup on them Love and them. then i had um i had a picture frame that i held amazing and i wore this like brown dress that was kind of horrible yeah um but i then like i kept hold of it and then as a <laughs> as a teenager we go. i i like stashed it in um this cupboard in my room and then i would i would occasionally put it on shout out to little old g yeah, yeah. sorting out future you yeah in yeah. it um okay and on that note uh you can follow me on twitter at molly underscore martian you can follow me on uh instagram please i'd prefer it if you followed me there at uh, molly martian underscore you can follow the podcast on instagram again i'd prefer it on there because twitter's gone to shit um galactic yo-yo pod underscore I will see you just after Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yuletide felicitations to you all. <laughs> You're not going to wish them a Merry Christmas, sir? No, I was going to wish you a Merry Christmas.